If your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. I didn't make that up. Bono did. Their new single, it's a little furry, out of focus, Atomic City, their new single, and it's a cool song. I'm, I'm an unabashed YouTube, sorry, not YouTube, but U2 fan. And so, but I could not agree more with that line. Welcome to the What Could Go Right podcast, where we talk about personal growth, family connections, and parenting adult kids. My name is Emily Orton. I'm Eric Orton. And we just got off a coaching call. We were talking to some of our clients about their audacious dreams, and uh, we wanted to talk to you about the difference between big dreams and medium dreams, and why we advocate for big dreams. Yeah. Okay. So um, we're kind of on the home stretch with these with this amazing couple and they have had some breakthroughs, some really fun, cool breakthroughs and a lot of momentum connections, things are happening. Oh my goodness. It's so cool and so fun to watch. And they just said, one of the responses that we keep getting is good for you for dreaming big. And they have a really big goal. I don't want to get into it, but it's like multifaceted, multi-year big. It's huge. And they're talking to all kinds of different people, different, you know, organizations are involved and professionals professionals and, and with a steadiness, they're told good for you for dreaming big. And, and this is kind of where I went on my little rant with them. And I said, look, it's so important to have huge audacious goals. And here's why, because when you have a massive, big audacious goal, there's room in that dream. There's room for everybody. They can hear your vision and they know there's no way that this person's going to pull it off on their own. They're going to need some help or there's going to need, they need some support. And all of a sudden they start feeling like, how can I be involved? How can I encourage this? How can I help make it happen? When you have a medium sized goal or a what I'll call a small dream or a a medium-sized dream, people will listen to you and they'll think, that's so cool, good for you. I hope you do that. But there's no space in it for them. All they can do is just say, go, I hope it happens. But when you present a massive, audacious goal, they just think, whoa, this is going to take a village. (laughs) you know, or some, some, some version of that. And I just want to be, Emily said something, has said something for years when she's talked about our living on a sailboat for a year. She said it was a dream that was big enough for all of us. Do you want to say anything about that? Yeah. Well, the dream was not, it was big enough for the whole family. It started with Eric um, and it spread and it was, really good to have it be big enough for our whole family or big enough for a larger community because on the journey towards your big goals or your big ideas that you want to bring to fruition, there will inevitably be um, moments of discouragement or doubt and times when you'll want to turn back and just go back to what was comfortable and familiar instead of moving forward. And when there's more people in your dream with you, then you can kind of take turns being in those moments of doubt and being in those moments of enthusiasm and confidence. And that's how it was with our family. Sometimes both of us 
were thinking, we can't really make this happen. This feels beyond us. Who like who are we to have this kind of idea? And then our kids would show up with their enthusiasm and they wanted to, you know, talk about it or share what they were excited about it or be like, oh, boost us up and tell us that they believed in us and that we could, you know, do these things that we were more capable than we thought. And we all just kind of took turns sharing that with each other and that gave us, um, you know, the, the ability to get that across the finish line, which was really a starting line. And it was, it was amazing for our whole family. So yeah, it has to be big enough for the whole family. Anyway, I love, I love this idea of like a big, hairy, audacious goal that you can really get excited about. Um, our, when we were coaching, our, um, friend said, let me pull up this quote. He was quoting, Daniel Hudson Burnham, he's talking on courage, um, and it says, make no little plans. They have no magic to stir men's blood. But when you have a big idea, you become a moving train and you're moving in that direction. Other people want to hop on with it too because they say, I like where this is going and I want to be part of it. This speaks to me and I'm excited about the same thing and there's something I can do here. Maybe you can help me remember this, Emily, but um, I love Tim Ferriss's The 4-Hour Workweek. Mm-hmm. And he talks about the difference. He says it in another way, but it's the same concept of a moderate goal or a moderate dream versus a crazy dream. And how he said, the one line that I remember, he says, I won't even change my breakfast cereal for a moderate dream, <laughs> but I'll like basically move heaven and earth if it's a big enough vision and so just that, that like there is power in choosing something that feels audacious. I feel like I want to come. The other word, I'll, okay, I want to come up with another word. And this is the word. Pick something mega. If you, <laughs> mega. Pick, if you pick something mega, then all of a sudden your brain starts to work differently and you feel differently about it. People are going to look at you a little bit weird, <laughs> but then they're going to they're gonna be secretly a little bit jealous and then they're going to come around and they're going to want to be on board. I don't know if so. all of those things will happen. There is some tension here between, um, between what we're saying now and what we've said on other podcasts about not worrying about what other people think or having a friendly disregard uh, because you do you want to have the confidence in your own vision. But as you keep moving forward, certainly there will be plenty of people who, who are not here for it. Naysayers. But they'll do their own thing they'll do things that are comfortable to them but you will find those people who are like wow all caps double exclamation point (laughs) i want to be involved with this or this is a big dream or yeah we want to make something like that work let's team up on this so you know hold that in balance that like not worrying too much about what anybody else says and saying like if i can get this train moving there are other people out there who feel like me and will and will want to bring their expertise and their enthusiasm and their love to this project as well. And I'll just say something about that. And you and I talk about the current often. Mm-hmm. And when you dream big, there are going to be people that are going to try and drag you down. They're going to say that's a stupid idea. That's a, that's a, a crazy risk. That's you know that's reckless. Whatever. They're going to say the thing that's going to because you are making them feel very uncomfortable. Well, they they are making themselves feel uncomfortable, but they're uncomfortable because you are doing something that they feel is beyond them. Beyond them, and 
it's pushing them. You're not trying to push them, but you are. You're pushing them and it's making them uncomfortable. And so they're pushing back by trying to bring you back down. I have very little experience with that actually happening. Mostly people don't say anything if they (laughs) don't have anything nice to say. (laughs) In my world, that might just be my well-curated group of friends. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, it's, it's tricky because oftentimes the people that will say these things are the people that are closest to you, your mom and your dad or your sibling or, you know, People that feel like they can say whatever they want to you and get away with it. Or they're really invested in, and they think worry is love. So it looks So like yeah. That. So, and, and this might sound a little bit harsh. Be careful about spending time with those people. I'm not saying cut people off, but I'm just saying like, maybe not bring up that topic when you're with them because you know that they're going to be, like there's a lady that I grew up with and I know that anything that I say, she'll find a way to bring it down a peg. And so I just say like, I don't go to that person so for, for guidance in this area. <laughs> so what I, and what I want to say about the current is this, as you move into your audacious goal, your mega goal, and you start to make actual progress and headway, you're going to meet real legitimate people who are going to be, first of all, they're going to be taken back by your vision. And then they're going to, take you seriously and then they're going to become your colleagues and all of a sudden you're going to be talking with people that are speaking about possibilities dollar values strategies um, ways forward that you had never thought of before and they are taking you seriously and you are finding your current the people that you can be around and talk about things with that are not going to they're going to make you feel normal And this new level of you is going to become normalized, which is what you want. You want your new mega goal to feel very doable. So how we like to talk about this is expanding your comfort zone. Every time you move out of your comfort zone, then you get comfortable in that new place that used to be unfamiliar. And now your comfort zone is bigger and you just keep moving like that. Um, in expanding concentric concentric circles circles until your goal seems inevitable. And you know in your heart that if you just keep moving forward, this will happen. And then one day you arrive. So that's just a simple way of saying you become the person who is capable of the dreams you have as you move towards them. I want to say something here about coaching for a second because we don't always talk – directly about the coaching work that we do. We talk about discovery calls. We talk about sailing. We talk about all these other things. But when we coach with people, it's a deeply satisfying experience. And it's mega transforming. <laughs> Transformers. Um, and here's here's why. Because we will work with people for, maybe this is a little bit of an infomercial. Here's what we do. We work with people for four months, 10 sessions. And over the course of those 10 sessions, what we do is it's not necessarily about getting people across the finish line with whatever they choose, their adventure, their what we call an island. And we have a framework that we teach, the Navigator framework, and we talk about islands. The goal is not necessarily to get you across the finish line. That may happen. The goal is to move the needle from impossible, feeling impossible, to feeling inevitable. Because once we get you there, you're on your own. And the thing that you want to do might take six months, it might take a year, 
It might take 10 years, many years, but the goal is to swing the pendulum, get you off of that impossible, get you out of that impossibility rut and on the road to momentum. I like it. I'm not a bicyclist, but um, today when we were speaking with our clients, one of them said, you know, for the first time this week, and it's our second to last session that, that they feel like they can move forward and, and they don't need this accountability, um, in their life as much as they have up to now. And, um, so they were, they were worried about getting to this point. But, they were but, worried about getting to this point, but now they're at this point at the perfect time yeah. and they've developed the habits. We've talked about um, the habits that are going to help keep the momentum going forward. And uh, they're, and they're like, it's working, right? Mm-hmm. It's working. And before we thought, oh, well, we're, we've been talking about this idea for years. And the more we talk about it without taking action, the less credible we feel, the less we trust ourselves, the more bad we feel, the less capable we feel. So they hired us to move forward to say like, we are taking action and we are going to hold ourselves accountable. And when they say they're going to send a text or an email or look into something, they know we're going to be asking about it at our next visit and they do it. And I'm so proud of them. But now they've come to the point where they've done it enough. They've built up their own confidence, their own stamina. Their vision is super clear. And, um, they're building the the team that's going to make it happen. And we just feel so honored to have been that part of the journey to move them across the threshold of actually moving it from just talking about it to taking action, big action, and, and having great momentum. And so I'm thinking about this metaphor of when you learn how to ride a bicycle. You get the bicycle. You think the bicycle is so cool. You imagine being able to ride it, but you get on the bicycle and it's awkward and maybe you don't know how to ride it and you can't keep it up and you don't know what all the gears are for. And so someone is there walking alongside you saying, oh yeah, you're going to want to shift down or shift up or do this, or here's how you get the chain back on, or like I'll hold the, the, the seat while you balance. And, and then you get to the point where you're off and you're able to ride on your own. Now you know how to ride a bicycle. This doesn't mean you're now in the, um, Tour de France, Speak right? For but you know, <laughs> but you know that you can get there now right. because you have, you have the core to whatever skill. the big dream is. Like I now know how to ride a bike, and I can set up my own schedule if you want. Um, and anyway, it's that's the part of the process that we uh, just get so much satisfaction out of seeing that transformation. We've seen it over and over and over again, and um, I mean, it's fun for us, and and it's great for our clients because they say, that's what they say. They say before I thought this was impossible and now I know it's inevitable. And they just do things that they had never imagined that they would be doing and they their confidence is so high and they are having a huge impact in their families and in their communities. So I want to riff on your We're bicycle. just back here encouraging and loving and letting you know, yeah, we've done it and you can do it too. So I want to riff on what you're saying about riding a bicycle and, and how it kind of gives you that launch point to do everything else. Because once you know how to learn to ride a bike, you can ride around your neighborhood, you can ride across town, you can get a speed bike, you can get a you know like a bike. road bike, you can get a mountain bike, you can ride across the country, you can become, you can ride in the Olympics. You know, you could do all kinds of stuff, but you have to have that core skill. Yeah. That core skill of balancing and having momentum enough to stay balanced to move forward. And once you have that, 
thousands of opportunities open up to you as a bicycle rider. And this is how I like to think about what we do as coaching is that we have a system, a framework that teaches you for those of you on watching on YouTube, Emily's going to flash the cover. This is it, the navigator framework, because you don't control the circumstances, but you control your decisions as you navigate. And so we use these strategies that and this framework over and over again fit your dream to these, or fit these strategies to your dream, not the other way around. So what I'll say is this, is that you might come in to our coaching sessions with one or two really great ideas. And well, or you might come in with 10. We're going to help you out with one or two of them. But what you do is that you say, oh, okay, I, now that I've done this once, twice, I know maybe three times. Okay, now I'm on a bicycle and I can pedal and I can keep my momentum. Everything else that I want to do, I can now just apply. Mm -hmm. And so we might help you pull off one amazing family adventure or one cool business idea or, you know, you know, or whatever it is that the thing that you are really craving to do. And, and then you do a second one. And then after that, you're like, you know what? I got this. And then you can go and so many opportunities are going to open up to you. And, and all of a sudden as you, your confidence and your credibility rises, the size of your dreams get bigger and you just start to think about, um, all the things that you could do, you don't need us at that point. You've got it. You've got the skills. I mean, we'll always be there to cheer for and root on our clients because we love seeing it happen. And we love the long payout of how this goes in terms of just how it ripples forward into your life and into your children's lives and into the, the, the next generation. It's really the most satisfying thing about it. But just this. The goal is to unlock an infinite number of things that you want to do, an infinite number of adventures, islands, whatever that is. And we'll help you get the first one or two, and then you're off on your own. And so I love the the unendingness of it. And what you were saying about rippling out into your families, I think one of my favorite uh, stories that we heard from these clients was that several months ago when they started, they asked their kids to answer some of the the blue sky questions, yeah. which you can go back. We have a previous episode and maybe we'll link below to that episode as well. Um, or we give three of the questions and like, what are your big ideas and what would you want to do in life? And these are young kids and they didn't have anything. They're like, uh, I don't know. And now after a few months of seeing their parents being persistent, taking action, having conversations, um, just moving forward in various ways on their own dreams, she came back. And she did the exercise with them again. And this time they each had several ideas that they would be excited about, things that are they're curious about, interested in, and would love to try and do. And that is a generational gift that you give by setting the example of doing it yourself. You give your kids this, not only a growth mindset, but a growth model. And so they think, oh yeah, we can do this. And I recognize there will be pushback but there's also persistence and there are these these payoffs that come and it's so cool just trying to see what we're capable of. So that was probably right. my my favorite, favorite thing because I thought, oh, well, this dream you're doing could last for many years, maybe even decades. But this seed that you're planting with your family will have an effect for generations. So really awesome. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to end with this. If that's, that's what we right. want for you. 
That's what we want for you. And look, if you coach with us, great. But whether whether it's a match for you or not, here's what we'd love for you to do. Get on a discovery call. We would love to chat with you and just help you have an inkling of what this can feel like. 20, 30 minutes, totally free. Theawesomefactory.nyc forward slash discovery. Link below. Link below. Pick a time. Let's get on. If, if it works out to do something more together, great. We'd love to be with you, you know, for the medium term, you know, and get you going for the long term. And if not, we'd love to help you get out of the gates and on your, on your own, just like sampling what it feels like to ride that bike. For you and for your kids. Yes. It's, it's, it's a, it's a giving thing to do it. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. That's how I, that's how I feel about it is that it's, it's a, it's a serve you bet. We call double return parenting. You're going to benefit and then your kids will benefit. So that's all I got. Anything from you, Emily? What could go right? What could go right? Thanks for listening.